0: Are live for the 137th episode of the Bronx Bomber Bible Podcast, presented to you by Six Pack Coverage. I'm your host, Matt Leslie. Tonight it's Andrew and Alex, and guys, it's our first Zoom pod. We're on video. We're at we're at Yankee Stadium. What's happening doing?
1: right now? We're,
2: we're all, all at Yankee Stadium from
1: different vantage
0: points. That's yeah. all Somehow, for me my Florida home and Yankee Stadium. It's kind of crazy. um you know, it's a Friday night. We figured behind the plate right
1: now, Andrew's in center field, and I'm outside looking at yeah. <laughs> Alex couldn't get tickets. Uh, yeah, pricey. I'm just listening to the crowd right now, even though yeah. according to Luigi, there is no crowd. Damn, and according to Andrew, it's there, packed. So There might not be a on. crowd
2: this year. Yeah. <laughs> <but> thanks.
1: <laughs> a little ominous
2: force,
0: Adam, from Andrew. But, yeah, tonight, like I said, it's Friday night. Figured, you know. Shoot the shit. Talk about the Yankees. How we're this is totally going to be the year, right? We have so much confidence in this team, this group. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, lots to talk about. Um,
2: labor settlement. Lots of sarcasm in Luigi's last comment. For those who didn't pick up on <laughs> yeah, it, I mean,
0: like a lot to talk about. Not a lot of big, big things happening. You know, labor settlement. Aaron Hicks back in the starting lineup. Uh, MLB Network released their top ten list. Uh. Most of them were awful, but guys, let's start with the Glaber glaber settlement. Um, I think we all expect that to happen. Uh, mm. I thought he'd be traded all offseason, to be honest, but I guess. I don't, what, I honestly, I, I didn't think. What did MLB network rate Glaber? Seventh best 10, second base, 10, 10. So the 10th best yeah. second baseman is back in the Bronx for another mm. season, guys. We're, we're pretty lucky, you
2: know? Feels generous, but
1: I Dang. mean. I, I get it. Like he did, he still did hit 20 home runs, but I feel like the people who are the lowest Unglauber are Yankees fans because we get to see him every day.
2: Yeah, you I know, think it, I think the problem is his 2019 season really fucked yeah. up the expectations. You know, oh yeah, merchant, but but also that we're in the same situation every off season. You're looking around the roster like, well, what the hell is going to put us over the hump? When are we finally mm-hmm. going to beat Houston? Right. And I think it's easy to look at guys, and obviously the, the, the low-hanging fruit is the guys who actually suck, right? Hicks, IKF, Donaldson, sure. But then you look at, at the guys in the mid-level, like has J.D., um, J.D., excuse me, D.J. LeMay, is he, is he like, I you know Luigi likes to say, is he cooked? Um, I don't know if he's like fully washed, but like is he passed his his peak? Um, yeah. Gleyber Torres, it's a guy you're looking at like, just it's not he's not giving me enough, right? He's not bad, but he's not giving me enough mm-hmm. to get us over the hump. So, like, I think that's kind of what that—that's the perspective we have, at least me as, as as fans, just looking at the roster and thinking that's right. It just doesn't do it for me. It's not a bad roster to win ninety games, but you don't get jazzed up looking at it anymore.
1: Well, and you look at the really good teams that have you know won it all the last few years, or just even like made the World Series the last few years. And they all just, especially the, you look at the Astros, they have good to great players like every single spot in the lineup except for Catcher, who they have one of the best defensive catchers in the game at. So they can afford to sacrifice off. It's where the Yanks have full, really, really good offensive players, a couple like okay ones, and then the rest of the lineup is just like They 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 went so hard on sacrificing offense for defense last offseason and then dug themselves in a hole they couldn't get out of like Jose Trevino is a fantastic catcher, but he's not going to light up the world offensively. And they were batting him, you know, sixth and seventh for the majority of last year. So part of that
2: problem is that he was hitting well through what, June?
1: Yeah, and but then, then he, he kind of regressed back cliff. to
2: his his career norms, but yeah. like, there was an opportunity well, that's the thing. He to was get a never, guy like
1: he was never going to, you know, be an all-star offensive catcher. He's there for his defense.
2: He's, yeah, but but because of the fact that they player. thought they were getting at least serviceable, if not slightly above average offensive production from him, you weren't looking to upgrade in in, in the trade market. Like I know Wilson Contreras yeah. didn't get moved, but he might have if the price was right. Mm. Um, Christian Vasquez went to Houston, was a pain in our ass in the ALCS. I don't think Boston would have traded him to us. No. You never know, right? Like there were potential routes. Sean Murphy, before he got traded this this past winter uh, to Atlanta, like maybe they they called up Oakland last year. Like you never know.
1: I think the problem is just, you know, every off season, the Yankees are like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're going to be exploring all different avenues We're where everything is on the table, blah, blah, blah. But you just know some things are not going to change. Like we went into this off going, okay, next year, Donaldson's going to be a third baseman, Hicks is going to be the left fielder. That's the worst case scenario, but we're preparing ourselves for it. And look where we are now. You know?
0: Yeah. It's and look, yeah, Trevino. Look, he's a six fifty career OPS guy, right? Yeah. And look, platinum glove winner, great behind the plate. His pitch framing is unbelievable. But at the end of the day, like you really can't expect to get anything, really anything from him offensively. That's, I that's think, the the, I think
1: what they got from him offensively this year, especially since he spent the majority of his career before 2022 being essentially either a like, you know, sharing his career, sharing time behind the plate or, you know, being a backup, I think, you know, 10 home runs, you know, Slightly below average offense as a whole. I think that's best case scenario when you're giving you know the job to a guy who's never been a starter before. And see, that's the
0: thing though, Trevino. That's fine, right? Like seven. Like we were, we're gonna talk about the uh, MLB Network top ten list later. And you know, we were when those catchers came out, it really makes you realize that man, I'll, like most teams just don't have a good catcher. Mm-hmm. they are not like they're You don't just have like oh yeah, there's. 10, 12 elite catchers in the MLB. There's like two or three elite catchers usually at a time in the MLB. That's it.
2: Like lead in terms of like good offensively and good defensively. Look at the world baseball classic. There's no roster more stacked than the Dominican Republic. And their starting catcher is Gary Sanchez. So like, it's a very thin position.
1: Well, you look at this, you look at their ranking. It's like JT Real Muto is obviously easily catcher he's the best catcher in the game then after that's will smith adley rutschman sean murphy wilson Contreras, and i would say disrespect
2: luigi's Cal rally
1: (laughs) yeah who is not on this list at all which we're i i don't think we can really critique the list that much but i think it's more of the point of there's not a lot of good catchers in the game so there's not much you can do about that because the danny jansen and tyler stevenson are on this list and
0: look real muto right best catcher in the game three straight Mm. years great defensively you know i think he's had the best average pop time over the last few years i think it was like a 1.82 average pop time which is unbelievable Mm. but he's considered like a elite offensive catcher and he's like an 800 career ops guy he's like a 20 homer a year guy like it's solid offensively but it just shows you that like you don't get you know like having catchers that are just elite offensively is rare. So like that's yeah. look the production well, the we we grew up
2: in a, in a generation with Jorge Posada, Mike Piazza, yeah, Von so. Rodriguez. Like like that it's an mm-hmm. un, unmatchable expectations. Right. And then uh, even after even
1: after that we had the Brian McCanns of the world. You know, Sanchez Mike came Napoli. up and Mike Napoli, Sanchez came up and and lit the world on fire. Like we got spoiled with some really really good catchers and now we're in an age where it's like some of the best catchers in the game are just kind of okay like you're gonna you look at Wilson Contreras I think of him you know he's a good player but he's not elite like we like you said we grew up with the Posadas the Piazzas you know the Pudge Rodriguez's who were you know two of those are hall of famers and Posada you know didn't get on, didn't make it but he was still one of the best catchers in Yankee history So it's just, it's weird that nowadays there's, there's nothing. Like the Astros won the world series. Martine Maldonado was their catcher.
2: I know there's a lot of Braves fans who are not that we have a a lot of Braves fans listening to this, but um, I'd be remiss if I didn't throw like Javi Lopez into that list too. right? Yeah. Uh, But but yeah, it's, it's just a different generation where we don't have a lot of elite two-way catchers. It's you sell out for defense and pitch framing and rapport with the pitching staff you have a few guys who can pop, and you deal with their, their defensive, uh, restraints. I guess right. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: who's There's a, no, I guess there's like no Mitch, real like. Mitch Carver had catchers. that
2: one really weird year, and he's. That pretty was 2019, bad though. Yeah, juice ball merchant.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the weirder thing about this list too is, there's two teams that have two catchers on the list. Like the Braves have both Sean Murphy and Travis Darno, and the Jays have Kirk and Danny Jansen on here which I at first was shocked the J that they put Danny Jansen on there until I looked at his numbers from last year and he was actually decent, but he's been so like either mid or below average offensively in his career. It makes sense. If you know, you have a situation where one of them is not as good defensively,
0: you could just throw him in a DH and yeah. you know, your main catcher catches a hundred games. He could next guy catches 50 and then, you know, did yeah, you say
2: that rest. until you have until we get the king of spring in the DH spot mm. in in a game in July, and we all want to slit our wrists. Um, I see,
1: did, I don't remember? Did he start a game as a DH last year? Because I know the Yankees did a Higgy? lot of it. Yeah.
0: How many home runs did yeah. he hit that one spring was it like eight or nine home seven. runs that one spring. Okay. So seven. Was seven. It was seven spring year last yeah. year. Yeah. Last spring, he'll
1: be he'll he's be the back. king
2: of spring. He's of spring. <laughs> he's the twenty
1: twenties version of Greg Bird. Ugh. <laughs> god but look that's the
0: thing like the point is Trevi could go out and hit 200 right with five home runs and at the end of the day not that that's ideal but you'll you'll accept that but yeah. the guys you need to step up blaber donaldson hicks dj i mean we'll just transition right brian cashman is still has confidence in Aaron hicks i've i uh I don't know how, but it sounds like he's going to be the left fielder. Now, I still think he should just, you know, I don't know if you guys like Gareth Bale, retired from soccer and now he's trying to play golf. That's what Aaron Hicks should do. That's yeah. Aaron Hicks should just, just play. He's a good golfer. Just go play golf, man, because like this, this is the thing. And we talked about this on the last episode. I just look at this right now. We're, you know, two months out from the season, less, a little less than two months out now. And this lineup just has such potential for disaster. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Hicks could be like, they're like, you look at the guys where you say, okay, if you had to ask, how many guys between Trevino, Rizzo, or between, no, I won't include Rizzo, between Trevino, Donaldson, DJ, Labor, Hicks, um, how many of those guys, is there a chance that they're, you know, hitting below 200, just, you know, five less than five home runs in May? Like, if you just have multiple of those guys doing that, like, and you don't have judge on a 60, 70 home run pace. Cause remember Judge in that, like there was a point where judge was on pace for like 70, 75 home runs. Like he obviously ended up with 62, but like the fact that like, I don't, <laughs> there was a point in the season where the Yankees were playing 500 baseball last season. And that was there. Most of their wins would be like, well, 3-2 win, Aaron Judge hit a three-run over in the fifth inning, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I keep making the point that, like, I, I don't think people are realizing that the drop-off from Judge, like, we just have to expect a drop-off. Like, look, we, Judge is a freak. He could win another MVP next year. He could hit 50 home runs next year. Great. But let's just assume there's going to be a major drop-off. There's going to be a drop-off of, like, 100, 150 at least OPS points, 20, 25 home runs. Like, it's going to be a big drop-off. And I don't think people are in, like really anticipating that. And people are like, oh, well, like the shift's gone. So Rizzo, I'm like, dude, Rizzo's like 34 years old. Like there's no guarantee that he's going to be just all of a sudden like, oh, the shift's gone. I'm going to be like a third. Like Rizzo's never hit more than like 30, 35 home runs in a year. Right. And, we, you know, we were talking about before the show, Stanton. There's another guy. It's like, do we think Stanton's just all of a sudden going to have a resurgence in his mid-30s? Like these guys, you know, at a certain point, they have a lot of miles on them. And it really, it's just kind of scary. Like, dude, this this lineup has the potential for disaster. Like, do I like Bader? Do, you know, like I, I know I made the noodle back comment about DJ, but like I would love to see DJ back in form. But, man, I just, I really don't know. And, the yeah, the pitching, great. Obviously, Rodon, Cole, Nestor, Sebi, that's a great four. But, like we said, every problem this year with the team, it's always hitting. You never come out of a series after we get eliminated saying, Well, the bats showed up. It was just the pitching. Nope. It's always the bats that never show up. And we didn't do shit this offseason to get another bat. So
2: it's scary. And that's why it's so hard to to just feel optimistic about this team. Like, do I think they're gonna be a good team? Sure. Do I think they'll compete for another American League East title? Possibly. But I look at this lineup and again, everything we're saying is under the guise of them staying healthy the whole year, which is a gamble in its own right. Um, even if you get a fully healthy season from everyone penciled in one through nine uh, that we just discussed, right? You're going to really, really need judge to put up, I don't know, 90, 95% of what he did last year um, and not like the 75%, like like you mentioned, you're going to need Oswald Peraza to really just stamp his his name and just be like i'm here i've arrived and again jeremy pena got all the smoke last offseason but he was decent in the regular season that was good enough right and then he showed up in the postseason so like can peraza do that i don't know maybe when do we see anthony volpe when do we see dominguez probably not till 2024 for dominguez um do they make a, a midseason trade uh is there still something like i cook like remember the the ikf donaldson trade was what the first week of March last year? I, I know there was the the lockout like weeks before the season and, and everything it slowed it down last year uh, and then they had like the 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 quick ramp up, but yeah it's 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 just very concerning in that the lineup's good it's not great though and you need to be great you need to at least be one or two exceptions as well right if they're all hitting 200 but every guy's hitting 25 home runs whatever right if if they're stealing a lot of bases fine. But the guys who are the biggest eyesore just show up, look at strike three down the middle, don't put together competitive bats, pop up with men on base and less than two outs. They're just not doing enough outside of Judge Rizzo, sometimes Stanton when he's healthy, maybe Bader if we get a full season from him. There's just too much volatility, and that really concerns me.
1: The problem with the lineup is that, like, on paper, the lineup could be good, like we're saying but there's so many people who are past their primes that the Yankees are just relying on to be back into their form. Like Donaldson's on the wrong side of 30 Rizzo's past his prime. Stan has been injured. Stanton was injured for a lot of last year and was not good when he wasn't injured. And it's just so many, so much of the Yankees success relies on these guys staying healthy, performing, and actually, you know, like turning back the clock, but what, and I don't think they considered the fact that, okay, the offensive team that the Yankees are going to be putting forward in 2023 is the exact same team that got swept in the ALCS. There is not going to be a single position change. Like, okay, left field Hicks or Cabrera. That was the same center field, Bader, right field judge, third base, Donaldson or DJ short peraza or ikf second glaber rizzo trevino like and stand at dh that's the upcoming team and last year's team so i don't know what their plan was other than okay well maybe it'll be better like every single offseason it seems like they get eliminated because their bats were not good and they just go okay but you know maybe that won't happen next year and every season they you know have an okay offensive season or 2021 they were terrible and then they just the the opposition wipes the floor at them in the playoffs and I was saying before the show that the last time the Yankees went out and really got like an impact bat in the offseason after getting eliminated was when they traded for Stan like I, what was, what's the next biggest move they made other than that, you know?
2: Signing DJ, but that was a low, that was a low radar move that ended up. Yeah, that was a,
1: that was a utility move that worked out. Yeah, right, That, that was wasn't
2: a backing into like a good deal, right? Like, you yeah. know,
1: DJ was coming off a down year.
2: I'm trying to think of all the other guys they, they signed. Uh, um, it feels like most players they, they've acquired were via trade. Was, uh, yeah. 20, 20. The
1: Donaldson, IK years. trade like
2: Gallo. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but I'm, I'm saying even like, yeah, even if you just include, you know, midseason deals, Rizzo, I guess, but, you know, I don't think we I don't think any of us expected Rizzo to hit 30 home runs. Last it's
2: not year. like we're the San Diego Padres who already had a good team and went out and got one and Soto
1: they went out and, and got even. Bogarts. Yeah. And or went out and got Soda. you know, That's they saying, yeah. these teams that are going in. And like fully or committing the, to or the
0: Astros who won the world series and got Jose Abreu. Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Abreu. The teams that say, okay, we have a hole here. Let's upgrade it. Instead of the Yankees going, all right, well, we have a
2: guy here. Oh, well, look, maybe we're dead wrong. Maybe IKF doesn't really see the field or maybe they move him to third base. Like, look, I'd rather have him play 70, 80 games at third base. If it means Donaldson barely plays, I think yeah. Peraza at short and IKF at third is better than Donaldson and IKF on the left side of the infield, right? Now, where does uh, LeMahieu factor into that? That's the question, right? Uh, But there are some different combinations we could get that have more upside than others. You're going to need the kids to to really bring it. You're going to need Bader to show Mm -hmm. whatever he did with his swing and his confidence in October to carry that into a full season. You're going to need Judge to not fall off a cliff. Stan's got to stay. High. Like, there's a lot of questions now. This really we could, hit, we could, we could hit the, the the lottery, and everything could come up sevens for the Yankees, right? But I, are you banking on that? I'm not.
1: This really sucks for the younger guys too, just because. Like, think about when Glaber first came up, and the like, the Yankees were just coming off of the 2017 team, like blowing away all expectations. Then they went out and got Stan, everyone was excited for 2018. And then they went out, they started off not great. And then they went on a tear and Glaber came up in the middle of that and had like no pressure on him. The Yankees just went, all right, you know, we're doing really well. Let's bring up our top prospect and see what he can do now. It's just like, Hey, Peraza, Cabrera, Volpe. So we're going to need you guys to be like the, you know, top in our top seven, eight offensive players this year. If we're going to win a world series no pressure or anything though like
0: the fact that parrazzo get... started a game in the alcs it in houston after getting what 50 at bats during the season yeah. just just that else that alcs literally feels like a fever dream like it part, literally part feels of what, like a i day. don't
1: remember a lot of it
0: i just yeah, remember either. the bits and pieces i just remember the details of them like like, you know, I forget who they like. See, I don't even remember it fully, but like they brought someone in awful in the first game that went like a one or two run they game. They brought Montas they in. Yeah, they brought Montas um, in. Yeah, they You're brought just, like, the Montas in, in.
1: and he immediately gave up a home run to... Uriel. probably. Uriel. it was. Yeah, it was just, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. But even the whole thing with, with Peraza, right? It's not the the fact that he didn't get a lot of regular season playing time and then he played a, a playoff game. That would have been fine. If he was the everyday shortstop throughout the ALDS, and then they were just like, we're just going to roll with it. Yeah. But he they played put, two They games put him in because they
1: benched IKF.
2: Yeah. That and then they wide. immediately put him back in. And then, dude, there's just so much. You, 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 you want to talk about things you remember. The, I, I guess it was a Glaber error, but you could say that IKF was responsible for that in game four, the one game they, they actually did mm-hmm. score and, and didn't win yeah. um, to get swept.
1: Yeah, the one they actually like took the lead in, and then the ball that fell between
0: it. Judge and Bader. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, we move on.
1: <laughs> and it's like that stuff happens, and you just know in the in your in like the bottom yeah. of your stomach, you're just like, they're not gonna win this. Like, Dude, do they you can remember? Take the okay. lead in, and and this not is terrible. happening.
0: I almost like don't even want to admit this, but I'm still going to. Like, I remember saying at the beginning of the postseason, I said, "You know what, man." I hope we lose in the ALDS because I just can't take losing to Houston. I mm-hmm. said it, and people were I mean, like, "Oh, like I, I forget one of my friends." Well, it like, is a
1: like crazy take. It, like I, I understand I your. It, it mindset. was. Dur-
0: I don't even think it was before the series. I think it was during the series. I think it was once it was like two-two, and the Astros had already won, and the Astros were just you know looking like a. I'm like, look, man. We barely could get by the Cleveland Guardians.
1: Like, I really don't think I want to f- deal with this. Cl- like, like Cleveland we lost Guardians the Cleveland Guardians team whatever. that was the youngest team in baseball. Like, the Cleveland team Guardians team that no... literally couldn't like
0: had to score, like play fifteen, sixteen innings against the Rays to score. to yeah. Score like you're just like uh. Eh. Their
1: clean their cleanup hitter was Oscar Gonzalez, who was like an okay rookie that they had. Like this team was Jose Ramirez, um, Andre Jimenez. Andre Semez and a and bunch Juan. of Quan, and you know, like their bottom of the lineup was like so, a bunch so of guys. You're telling a, me
2: that that Austin Hedges isn't in that. Say, they had head. Straw and Hedges both
1: starting, okay. and these guys had 500 OPSs. Yeah. That but, was
0: an awful lineup.
1: Yeah, no, it's just, but uh, you know, I don't understand their thinking. With the twenty twenty
0: two postseason was just a nightmare. Uh, let's never yeah. talk about it again. I hope but you I guys all. are ready for more of it. Yeah, we'll talk Yay! about it. Yay. Um other news, Seve was not allowed to play in the world baseball classic. The Yankees aren't allowed him to play coming off an injury, which I get. Um I think uh Luis Castillo also same thing happened to him. One other guy too, I forget who. Um, but I get it. I yeah, I I no, saw I, like, I get it. I saw Andrew's favorite favorite, uh, Yankee publication, Yanks Go Yard, post like an article about uh, the saying like, oh, like this may be like the last final straw with Seve and the Yankees. Like, and I'm just like, look, like it's, it's.
1: No, they're doing it because he, they're trying to Think about it. Seve is, Seve went three years, essentially throwing like 20 innings. And then he went and threw like 120 innings this past year, this past year. And, you know, he was annoyed because the Yankees they have there was a the whole thing of the Yankees like putting him on the sixty day DL after he said he was fine because he wanted to limit his ends in twenty twenty two. But I think, you know, they're trying to make sure he stays healthy because he's one of their more important pitchers. If the Yankees are going to win, it's good in twenty three, it's because of their pitching. And you can't win because of your pitching if one of your best pitchers goes down with an injury before the season starts. Well, like,
2: Funny story. No, I'm just kidding. We, we, we already the, we already made the the Montes jokes in a previous podcast. So I don't have to yeah. dig that up well,
1: again. <laughs> and like, think about 2013. to share hurt hit. Tashera tore one of the sheaths on his wrist in the WBC. Yep. And you know that was just the beginning of just a. Uh, Onslaught of injuries.
2: Granderson broke his hand. Right. Granderson broke his
1: broke his hand in spring training. You know, the Yankees went out and got Vernon Wells, like
2: and Travis Hafner and Kevin Hafner and
1: (laughs) Eucalys, and it was just it was a nightmare. So, like, if man, I don't like making this comparison, but the last time the Yankees got swept in the ALCS. And then a WBC happened was 2013.
2: Yeah.
1: And I can, like Luigi was saying, there's there's potential for this to just be an absolute disaster of a season with the way the offense is, is structured and even the rotation is structured. Because you have Cole who's, you know, to his credit, he really has never had to deal with injury problems. But then you have Rodon, who has a very lengthy injury history. You have Nestor who had a few injuries last year. He, you know, played through them. He very much was not healthy towards the end of the, towards the, in the playoffs. Sevi very lengthy injury history. Montas is injured. You know, their depth options like Herman and Schmidt both have injury histories. Um, so there is potential for this to just be an absolute disaster of a season. And I don't think anyone would be surprised if that happened. Like, I think people would be I think more some surprised. People
2: would. I think some people have talked themselves into thinking this team's still going to win 95 games. Can
1: they could. They could win 95 games. But, but like, people they,
2: who are like defiant, like, there's no floor that's below like 90 wins.
1: Oh, the, the weird thing is, like, the floor is high with this team. Like, they could go out and win 100 games. Like, you. I
2: mean, the ceiling's high. The floor the, is that's, low. that's what I mean. <laughs>
1: the ceiling is high. The floor is, they could finish under 500.
2: No. and that was See, the I... biggest problem we said in what 2021 because mm-hmm. like when they were good they, they were really good and that when was when they were they bad would, they were they'd bad. win like they win like nine out of ten games and they'd lose seven in a row then they'd win 11 yeah. in a row then they'd lose seven of nine it's just like <laughs> uh yeah it's it, it, when they were bad in those games they'd get like three hit and they wouldn't score and then mm-hmm. they, they would put up seven the next night so i don't like that guy kind ran of baseball no. I even say that, like, with, with fantasy football, right? Like, do you want the guy who's going to put up 35 points one week but then could put up seven the next week and you lose by that? Or do you want the guy who's going to put up 20 points every week and you don't have to worry about it, right? Like, yeah, I, I, it's the same way with, with offensive you want, you
1: want consistency. You know, I would take the team that wins six of ten games over the team that wins nine of ten and then two of ten, you know? Yeah,
0: like, yeah exactly. Like, and another thing to also consider is, you know, like track, like, you know, track record in terms of look, Nestor, we love Nestor, but like Nestor could suck next year.
1: Yeah. He's had like one he, and a half years of being yeah. good. Before that, he was. Same he, with, same with Rodone. He's had
0: two seasons where he's been elite. Yeah. Like, you don't know if he could come out next year. And like, like, look, I hate to say it. I, I know Cole's been pretty good, but man, the Yankees have had a bad. A track record with us three agent starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. They always have right, Javier Vasquez. No. It's usually does not go well. Right. What so, happens if
1: What happens if Cole and Rodon come out and by July they have four point three ERAs? But
2: we're doing the Yankees are in fourth place. Like yeah, Cole. exactly. And, and
0: another thing to consider: we're in the best division of baseball. Yeah, people forget the Orioles won eighty four games last year.
1: Yeah. The Red Sox and like, like the, you can make as many Sox, jokes about the Red Sox as you want. They can win 98
0: games next year. They, they, you know, yeah, like they
1: they're... they lost, they lost Bogarts and they lost a lot of, they, you know, lost a bunch of other free agents, but they signed a bunch of depth pieces and could go on a 2013 run.
0: The, like, look, the, like the Red Sox were last in the very last year, but I think they won like 78 games. Like, I think it was seven. 70. I
1: think they went, I think they went 78 and 84. If you
0: win that, that many games, like, Usually you're third or fourth place in the division. Yeah. You're usually not last place in your so the point is the AL East is really good. So that's a yeah. like, you know.
1: Well, the and Yankees, the J almost the Jays half their too, games are like
2: gonna be against their division, and it's a tough division.
1: Yeah. You know, and I Jays, don't see
2: that that type of season repeating itself. So the the floor is gonna gonna drop out on one of the five teams. Yeah. I just hope it's not you. Well, remember, like at the beginning of last season, I literally thought this team was gonna
0: like win eighty games. I thought really we did. all did. Like I was like, We yeah. all did. And
1: then we all talked, then we all saw them go on the run they and did we're, at the beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah, we were like, oh damn, we're dead. And wrong. we got that we all got overly hell. optimistic. And we were like, oh my God, this team's actually kind of good. Like, what's going on? They're really good. And then they fell off a cliff. And it didn't really hit us until about August, when they after the trade deadline, when they couldn't make any other moves and they were still scoring, you know two runs a game and giving up four and losing games four to two because judge was hitting a solo yeah. homer.
0: The last and, two months of the know. season were judge watch. That was literally was like, well, Joe, yeah. see, Joe judges up. Like that's all that mattered. The last just, two months. Of the season. They didn't clinch a the watch.
1: AL East until like the last two weeks of the season Dude, for remember, a team that
0: for a team that was like un-based. three games at one point. Remember when we yeah. were up like 15 games and it got to like three. It was like uh, for like, a team
1: that was being rumored to break. The the 98 teams, 114 win record for, you know, franchise record. It yeah, was pretty bad. Like they didn't even they, hit triple
2: they, digits. They ended with 99 wins. They ended with
1: 99 wins. And in June and July, people are like, oh my God, the, Yanke- the Yankees legitimately could do it. This team is fantastic. They just, they don't lose. And then they were under 500 the rest of the year. And, you know, they came out, they won game one of the ALDS. You know, it was a good start. They won it. Then they lost game two. Then they lost game three in the worst way possible. And then they won game four and brought it back to Yankee Stadium. You're like, okay, you know, just just a blip in the radar. It's fine. Then they win game five. And, you know, game five was so unbelievably boring. Like, Stan hit the home run in the first inning and then that, that was it for the game, basically. Um, and then the series against the Astros starts and you just see just how better the Astros are. Like, that team had no holes.
2: And the funny thing is is Jordan didn't do anything until game five. No. Um, Altuve had, like, his worst There was no game five.
0: In, I hate to in, break it to you. Sorry,
2: game four. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think he had. I think he had like a go-ahead or a tying hit um, after the Yankees blew the whatever it was four nothing lead or was, something. Yeah. Uh, but then like Altuve didn't do shit all series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the Yankees had an like opportunity, said- but they could not score.
1: Like we said, the pitching in the ALCS was not the problem. Like, if you're facing a team, you're facing the eventual World Series runners, there's going to be some runs that are scored. But there was it was not like the 2018 series against the Red Sox where, you know, they got blown out and had Austin Romine pitching one of the games. You know, it was as they could have won all of those games if their offense had even been somewhat competent,
2: but they didn't do anything. Harrison Bader did, and that was better. Besides Bader, <laughs> and, and even Judge, like, like, do he, he'll never admit it, but like, was Judge injured at the end of the year? Like, yeah. you saw how how much he struggled to hit home run number sixty two, and then did nothing. I, I know he, had a he, hit, yeah, like, he uh, hit a home run in the in game five. I was like, he hit a home run in game four. He hit a
1: home run in. I think it was game four, game three. He, Against he hit,
2: Cleveland or Cleveland, Houston? Yeah, he hit Cleveland. two. He hit one in game three. Yeah. That was the and game when they collapsed late. And then he hit one in game five. But I think mm-hmm. that was after Stanton already had gone deep. So it was like four or five-nothing already by the time. Yeah. Was not it was, three, that it was the mad, second but inning but it and
0: was... it was a three-nothing game and he hit a solo shot.
1: Yeah. 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 It, made yeah. It, nothing. Like it was you know, it was awesome to see, but at the same time, just like yeah, you know, you like you said, Andrew, Judge wouldn't admit it. Um, because you know, at this point, that was four or five months ago. But if he was injured and playing through something, again, that's notable. Like, and then
2: at what point are we just going to be healthy? Like, I think Luigi mentioned Nestor was clearly injured um, in the in the playoffs, and we saw that because he came out of whatever his start was. Um, did he even get a start? Oh, he did. He was game four. He, he st- no, lost. he
1: started game five.
2: Against um, Cleveland, but then he yeah. pitched game four at home. And he came out in like the third inning, and that's what started the the Houston comeback, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So he was injured. Uh, Lemahieu didn't play at all in the playoffs because he was hurt after not playing in the wild card game in 2021 um, because he was also hurt.
0: Yeah. And we just? He
2: hurt himself like twice in the playoffs, right? Came out of the game in Cleveland, and then can we just remember Matt Carpenter in the playoffs? Right. Matt Carpenter was our one of our best hitters in the summer. And, but, and, right, because he was off for, for four months and yeah. didn't get any, yeah. screens, right? any, any, like, ramp up. Um, no. I, it, they just like, threw him in and said, hey, go face uh, uh, Christian Javier. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: yeah, no, it's like, watching Carpenter play in the playoffs, like, you had to feel bad for him. Yeah. like my god the yankees the yankees threw him in there as a hey we we need something we need some jolt of offense here it's like hey and- we we didn't make any move
0: we've been so shit running like building an offense last few years please like you were a flash in the pan in the summer is yeah. all we got right now man please
1: yeah and Ugh. he went out there after not playing it for 2 months and was like all right i guess i guess i'll try and shockingly he didn't hit the ball like Ugh.
0: yeah it was rough I'm like I remember mm-hmm. like ten minutes ago I was like, we're never talking about that postseason again, Wow, here we Last are ten minutes here we are, um, other news uh Derek Jeter on the cover of the show uh big deal, I know Andrew and Alex are very excited, but Andrew plays the show like every day. it's kinda crazy. he needs to chill out,
1: yeah Andrew, you know? get a life,
0: man, yeah, dude, get a life, <laughs> um well, it's really jazz shows him on the cover of the show, but Derek Jeter's on the collector's edition, uh, people are saying that. They definitely play because you know jazz being on the cover is wild. You know, exciting he, young player, but he's literally hit 250 uh, last year and you know with like 11 homers in 70 games. Like, uh, it's I don't know. I thought cover athletes were supposed to be elite. But whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I think they did that because Jack, like, they probably you know they have to when you got a guys on a cover of a video game and they got to pay him a certain amount and they probably didn't have to pay Jazz much and. They probably had to pay a Jeter a bag. Like Jeter probably got a good amount of money for being on that cover, so they probably saved all the money for Jeter. But, uh, yeah, that's a big deal. It's good for Jeter. Going to be an MLB the show, and Chad Green guys to the Blue Jays on a two-year, eight point yes. five million dollar deal that could literally be uh, like all the stipulations, all the you know the everything. This contract it could be like could be, year, be
1: two years, fifty million for. All, you know? I, I, <laughs> I think I think the, the highest thing is like. like it's like 4 years 30 million which
2: well i guess it could be 3 years and about that too right could if be he...
1: 3 it could be 4 there's a whole there's a lot to go there's a lot of stuff going on with the contract but it, but it yeah. makes
2: sense because yeah. he's coming off tommy john so it's
1: coming off tommy john and he's probably he's probably not going to pitch until the middle of the season
2: i think it's so funny though that you said oh, what was it in one of our chats like three or four days ago like the inevitable when josh donaldson pimps a
1: towering mm-hmm.
2: 380 foot fly ball <laughs> to the outfield uh that gets caught with with green pitching
1: and yeah just like we well, want to
2: die on all fronts
1: mm-hmm. yeah and it'll be in toronto and you know it'll be kiermeyer in center field just like drifting over donaldson is just going to be you know doing the dropping the bat and just stomping out of the box like how he does. And Kiermaier will just drift over like in front of the track and just catch it. We've probably
0: all seen the uh, like the compilation of him like, flipping bats on fly outs. And I, I mean, dude, yeah. some
1: of those balls like did not even make the warning track. I'm no. like, dude, what? Like, what <laughs> I saw a thing that was like, it was a thread on Twitter of all the fake tough guys in MLB. And Josh Donaldson was like the most popular answer. And I, he he wasn't even on the radar really as like a fake tough guy. I think until he got traded to the Yankees because he was under much more of a spotlight and he was so bad last year, but he, the way he played was like, he was 2015 Donaldson. Like when he was on the Jays and he was kind of an asshole, he backed it up.
0: Exactly, like you could be a little bit of an asshole. If yeah, you're like you know, coming off an MVP
1: and like hitting 30 mm-hmm. home runs. Like, yeah, you could be. Yeah, hit asshole, 40 but... home, run. 40 home runs, won an MVP in 2015. You can be an asshole. Yeah, if... when you got like a 660
0: OPS, it's like, all right, dude, dude. Yeah, Come on. 660
1: OPS. You're, you know, either striking out or hitting 200 foot pop flies and acting like you just hit a walk off grand slam, which to his credit, he did and he pimped <laughs> the crap that? out. The, the thing that the thing that kills that me is cool. like that walk off grand slam. It was it was awesome. But he pimped the crap out of that. That ball made it like two rows back in right field. Hey, when you know a, you know. <laughs> that was a 340 foot home run and he pimped it like he hit it 450 feet.
2: It's just so funny if you look at the trajectory of the season he had like the experiments with him being a leadoff guy in, in training, and I kind of liked it. didn't. And we were, you were stupid into and, it. Yeah. yeah. It cool. And then he had a walk off on opening day against the Red Sox. You're mm-hmm. we like, all right, uh, we cool, were, Whatever. We, this guy's a dude, we but he's going to be yeah. one of the guys. He's just guys being dudes. Like it's whatever. Right. And then, yeah. And then
1: the season progressed and then they went to Chicago and he hit a couple home runs in that series against the White Sox. And we were like, all right, this is it. You know, he started off rough. He was getting used to New York. This this is where he turns around, and then he just continued to suck. And Boone kept saying, "He's you know he's right there. His swings are good. He's up he's about to turn the corner. You know the classic we'll, Boone." Will never
2: not be the most frustrating thing is when the manager is trying to convince you that a player who's it's struggling. Not the is it's not even close. just like the manager. It's Boone. Girardi <laughs>
1: would never. gerardi
2: well, would Boone never. Boone is man. the manager. <laughs>
1: And I, I hate to be be like, yeah, he's just got to
0: keep putting work in and keep his confidence. But Boone
2: is just trying to coddle and, and, and spin zone everything. Right. Like, Oh, well he went over four and, and struck out in three of those at-bats, but I thought he saw some of the, some pitches. He He fouled off some balls, some some really tough pitches to hit.
1: He didn't get the results that he wanted, but he, he, you know, his eye, his eye line on the ball, he was seeing the ball really well. Like, what does that
2: mean? Oh, he laid if, off a, a tough slider away. It's Good. Every major league hitter, if they want to yeah. be successful, has to do that from time to time. Boone
1: will give credit for these guys for doing the bare minimum. Like Donald, IKF will have a game where he'll field three routine ground balls and make the plays. And then there will be one where he'll range to his right, you know, Grab it, throw it. The ball hops twice, and the b- guy beats him out. And the reporters were asking about them, like, "Well, you know, he, you know, he didn't get there, but he made some other good throws. So I'm not really worried about. Like, yeah, he made some other good throws because that's his. But job. But we're
2: sitting here talking about the one that he didn't. Yeah. every night. So like, a good player limits those. Like, if you have those conversations where you're getting asked by reporters a certain question seven, 10 times a year, whatever. It's a long season. But when that's a topic of conversation every single week at a certain point, it's a trend, right? It's not like people judge would have judge say would have three. He would
1: have a series where he'd say he'd go one for 13 with six strikeouts. And people would be like, do you think you are, you know, is there something up with judge and Boone would be like, no, he's just off. You know, he was facing some good pitchers. He took some bad swings, blah, blah, blah. But you know, judge backed it up. But like you said, if every week you're talking about IKF's defense, how he you know might not be cut out for shortstop because he has the throwing strength of Luigi with broken arms. Um, yeah. you know Donaldson is he you know finally going to turn the corner and be somewhat good offensively? Is Hicks going to you know not be the worst player on the planet? Like, these were weekly things people were asking, and every single time Boone would be like, no, 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 they're, they're close to turning the corner. They look good. They're taking good – like, there's a bit of a trend. You cannot keep defending these guys and expecting different results once you defend them. And that's what the Yankees have been doing for years. Can we we change the topic? This is getting
0: me so mad. Andrew has left the call notification. But (laughs) sitting here steaming. I switched uh, before we're going to wrap the show, but just going over some of the MLB Network top 10 list. But yeah, I see that Mike King comment about like, that, that he basically said there's no chance this oh, God, stop us yeah. shut rolling. Up, dude like, i like, love but, you man yeah look we up. love king but like to say like oh they can't stop us when we're rolling like bro we're yeah. never rolling we're never no.
1: rolling bro like and the thing is they were rolling last year yeah, and then they like, played
0: the astros and that's exactly. where the rolling stopped exactly we we were literally
2: ugh. yeah like, like i just had to mention that. i'm like they, like, they won run two last games year against the yankee against the astros on, on and walk-offs didn't, and, and didn't i think have a lead in we any too, of, of them and i think they led for like three innings in and we were in, their centers, in what right? in, ele- yeah. in 11 games against them we were two and
0: nine and like you said the two wins were walk-off yeah. wins like
2: yeah so they yeah. had the bader home run off for Verlander was it was a verlander yeah it and then verlander immediately winning. the astros got the runs back that yeah. half the innings they didn't really carry a lead there and then they had the brief lead in game four before coughing it yeah. up and losing so that was it. That was the extent of their...
0: That this was year. it. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was an insane comment. Okay, yeah, like I said, let's wrap the show up with... <laughs> Before our blood boils over. Nah, I couldn't believe it. I like was reading that. I'm like, is this real? Like, Is this like yeah. a parody?
1: Like, um, I understand wanting to have confidence in your team, but my God. But
0: At a certain point... You gotta, just read like, the room, bro. They gotta, yeah, they got exactly. Our number, they got our number right now. We got to be better. You
1: just know that in, when the Astros were in the World Series in 23, because they just beat the Yankees... Four games to one in the ALCS. They're gonna be there's good there's gonna be shirts that are being made that have the they can't beat us when we're on a run or whatever. You know, something like that.
0: Exactly. Yep. So guys, just like we're not gonna go through the entire list for every position group, but what like stood out? I mean, some of these lists were pretty bad. Um, there's, what like they're stood pretty out too We'll we'll start off with the starting pitchers, the top ten starting pitchers. Um <laughs> it's like, look. If I were to tell you, like, look, look, there's a Yankee on there.
1: Yeah, you think Eric right, Cole? So it's Garrett Cole. It's not, it's not good. Carlos it's... Rodon. Spoiler
2: alert! It's Frankie Montas.
1: Spoiler alert! It's no. Okay, <laughs> I don't have a problem with Rodon being on there. Honestly, that I have a, a pro- high. <laughs> three is I wild. have a problem with him being number three. Like they ranked him higher than the reigning NL Cy Young winner. Alcantara had one of the best seasons and one of the just like most gritty seasons in recent memory. And they ranked Alcantara five and Rodon three.
2: And a war leader for pitchers. Uh, Aaron Noah is nowhere to be seen on these lists. This list like no no one respects him. Uh, Shane McClanahan was insane last year. Doesn't show up in any of these lists.
1: Okay, even Cole, Garrett
2: Cole's not Garrett Cole's lists.
1: not on there, and like we give Cole so. Dylan much Cease shit.
2: isn't on these lists.
1: <laughs> we give Cole so much shit because yeah, he gives up a lot of home runs. He plays in a smaller stadium, but he gives up a lot of home runs. He has nasty stuff. He'll you know he led the American League in strikeouts last year, and he was an ace. You know he came in the he came up in the playoffs and he showed up in. I think the entire Yankees team was just out of gas at that point. They were just like, "All right, just just end the series," you know. But having Rodon three and not having Cole on there is ludicrous to me.
0: Yeah, I I got my like jaw dropped when I saw Rodon three. Like I mm-hmm. like I, look, we were, I, I, we were talking about it. he he's had two good seasons. And these yeah. lists, like, I, I know it's like a mix of, okay, what they've done, well, like, what have you done for me recently, but also kind of a body of work as well. But, yeah, I just, like like you said, how are you going to have him over the guy that just won the NL Cy Young? And not just, like, won the NL Cy Young, but probably had one of, like, you know, one of the better seasons from a pitcher you could remember. I mean, the guy mm-hmm. was unbelievable. So that's another thing that when you look at these lists, like, oh, look, Druman, not a lot of Yankees. Right. Like, obviously, Judge is the number Mm -hmm. one right fielder, but, you know, no relievers on the list, right? One starter. Labor got number 10 second baseman, but that's obviously they're not
1: going to have any third baseman on there. They,
0: they ranked, they ranked DJ as the number 10 third baseman, which I was. Was, yeah, okay.
2: okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. I guess okay. that's his position this year. Like, I yeah like I guess.
1: Uh, they didn't have they didn't have Rizzo at first, which I, yeah, can I kind of get. Was, first base is kind of stacked, so I get yeah, it. But, but Versus, but I, yeah, and that's the thing. First is stacked
0: like but then again, like Hoskins, Uriah is Lowe, and Ty France were like 10 through
1: Ty 7. France, I, like, I don't eh? understand being on there cuz Ty France has been good for like one season.
2: And yeah. doesn't he play a good amount at second base too? So, like,
1: I don't know, but like Nathaniel Lowe on there. I mean, he he broke, he had a breakout season, you know, good for him for being on there. Arias, you know, good for him. He was which
2: he's gonna play second base for Miami, and, too.
1: and that's the thing, he's gonna play second for Miami. Hoskins is Hoskins was awesome in the playoffs, but he's the definition of just like he's a solid player he's not a top I,
2: 10 everyone's uh all the 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 analytic losers i don't want to say analytics are lame but the people who like have no perspective with them mm. and just randomly looks at them, like the darling of that community uh vinnie poscatino yeah on this list like, he was I'm on the fan that. one though yeah, he, of course he, I said, like five i think
0: i think
1: he was i think he was six
0: I was about to mention that like the funniest thing would be like, you know, they'd announce the real list at like at eight, nine o'clock on MLB Network each night. But they their fan list would come out in the afternoon. And oh my god, like sometimes you'd be like, Oh, this fan list is so bad. And the I'd be like, this six one's on worse. The, on the fan list Trevino was six, on the, Trevino was six yeah. on the fan list.
1: There was some they wild had Trevino fun, over man. Contreras. They had Ozzy Albin, uh, I'm like the you second, mean second you mean best Wilson? second baseman. No, really? yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ozzy
0: Alves was like number two among second basemen on the fan <laughs> list, and I'm like, this man hit like 240 last year. He didn't play that at all last year. Yeah, no. he like six. He was injured he, for he, so much of it. He he didn't even make the top ten list, like the yeah. MLB Network top ten list, and they, the fan vote had him on number two. <laughs> <sighs>
2: oh, Those fan great. lists were, were, were pretty good.
0: Yeah, um, guys, anything else we want to touch on
1: tonight? I'm tired. This is yeah. The- <laughs> This podcast I just, is. Uh, I just want to be excited yeah. about this
2: team again, and, mm-hmm. and and Alex said it before we went live. It's just like all they did this year was bring back their players from last yeah. year, and they're they're right. Opening day could potentially be the exact same starting nine that lost to Houston, and that yeah. sucks. Like I, as a fan, if we had a really really good team and just didn't show up in the playoffs or ran into a like, look, let's say. Houston, was this dominant force and they just got really really hot beat us but we still feel like we like our chances this year and, and things will even out I, I get it but we were skeptical of our ability to win it all last year and did nothing to change it so honestly like, you feel better this year, honestly, year even, if the,
1: even if the Yankees had re-signed Ben Attendee as the left fielder I would have felt so much better like they would have had a plan
2: yeah. they
1: would have had and they that was one thing they,
2: they pointed out. Like, well, we didn't have DJ. We didn't have Andrew Benintendi. In yeah. that we're not going to make excuses, hitters. but we needed our no excuses.
1: Hitters. However, <laughs> yeah, insert. No. no. And like, you would have felt like they had a plan, but it feels like they're going into spring training just being like, all right, we're going to have some position battles to spice things up a little bit. And it's position battles between, you know, option <laughs> Z and option Y. Like, like who, they have who's it. Like, in a so who's that might
2: be like your favorite, like, uh, what the, the non roster invite guys that they've already signed?
1: It's like Rafael Ortega, Willie or- Ortega Calhoun. Ortega
2: will get in the outfield battle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you just know those guys, you know, they're going to just be assigned to Scranton. And the second someone stubs their toe or something, they're going to go in the DIL. And Willie Calhoun's going to be up being this year's Ronald Guzman.
0: And, and, and he'll go and, and he'll have a stretch where he'll go like eight of 23. And like the casual portion of Yankee Yankees will be
1: like, he's cooking. And then he'll go like two for his next day. <laughs> no, 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 thing. No, no, no. Here's, the, th- like, here's yeah, the thing, what,
2: though. What the fuck? Here's the
1: thing, though. He'll go eight of 23 with two home runs. And then the Yankees won't cut him for the rest of the year.
2: Because of that one stretch.
1: Yeah.
0: He'll he'll pull. A, he'll pull a rug down a door. No, no, but Alex, I'm so glad you mentioned Ben Because at the time when it's like, oh, Ben Attendee's on. I was like, oh, right, who cares? But now looking back at it, I'm like, hmm,
2: I would Maybe. like Benintendi. Well, over because it, you're still thinking, like, all right, if I'm probably going to happen, there's yeah. other options. At like, the time, if, it's like, all right, you know, if, if you would
0: have like, told me like, hey, they're they're not going to get anyone else. It's either Benintendi or Hicks. Ben Benintendi or Bob. I'd be like, okay, Benintendi. Oh, go
2: get, get Benintendi. Benintendi. Yeah, who was it who, who said it in our chat like a month ago? Was it Christian? Who just basically said like, at this point, I'd be okay with them bringing back Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. and Like in hindsight, sure. Like He went back to Pittsburgh, but like, that'd be awesome. He's not great anymore, his but he's certainly better
1: than Aaron like, Higgs. At this point, I don't I wouldn't care. I saw a thing before the Yankees were there was a report on MLB trade rumor. John Heyman reported that the Yankees have been in contact with David Peralta, who is at this point in his career, he's going to be a platoon outfielder. Yeah. You know, he's a lefty, he's only gonna hit righty pitching. But honestly, you bring him on, fine. You have a plan. You're not going you know into the spring training. Hicks
2: can, only, Hicks can only hit right in, so Like, yeah, you're not going into
1: spring training saying, "All right, so we're it's only either going to be Oswaldo Cabrera, who you know is we want to be a you know, utility guy, but he might be our left fielder, who honestly Cabrera in the playoffs was awful, or it could be Aaron Hicks, who hasn't been good since 2018.
2: Good luck." Yeah, and look like that's like we're not giving um, Cabrera I, I, enough smoke here. Like they the Yankees could just be baiting everyone right and saying, "Oh yeah, it's going to be Aaron Hicks, blah blah." Cabrera could start a hundred games in the outfield. Yeah. like if that's the case, he, he showed the problem some. Problem is promise. Cabrera better be good. Yeah, of course.
1: I think the Yankees are like they're trying to hype up Cabrera's twenty twenty two season way more than we are like Cabrera I, yeah. was awesome he's a like very likable guy mm-hmm. but he was not an offensive stud no this right. guy hit this he hit a couple home runs he hit like 250 then he hit one home run in the playoffs like he was and I think he was they, okay they, they, he wasn't bad he wasn't good though
2: the worst part is that we just don't have any depth right Like yeah Toma Castro's gone Miguel Andujar's gone uh Stevan Floreal's still hanging around but like clearly the team just doesn't Believe in him anymore? I don't think I. Or I don't they? know what happened
1: with Florio. Like I have been on the record so many times of saying I was never that high on Florio, but what happened? Like this guy was a top prospect, happened, and they just what happened, just, made, to, made, what happened to any right
0: at prospect the past five, six years? Yeah, named Aaron Judge. I made, I made this I
1: made this point a while ago, and it, where I was like, in the last fifteen. Not, not. I wouldn't. Yeah, honestly, 15 last fifteen years, years sure. the Yankees have developed three above-average st- position players. They've developed a lot of pitching, a yeah. lot of relievers, and a few good starters. Position player wise, it's Judge, Cano, and Gardner.
2: Yeah, that's. I'm sure so they, there's someone on the on, they, on the fringe we could consider right like you sanchez, could go back and sanchez you could say
1: you, had a, i'm saying for like for both you know results and longevity
2: with the team or in general because you could say like Melky cabrera
1: no honestly, i'm, I'm saying with the, yeah. with the team with the team cano gardner judge yeah, sanchez yeah. had two good years and then he after that he was terrible The yeah, Yankees just stuck with him thinking because that's what a lot of a lot
2: the, of the, the yankee the
1: is. new yankee way is sticking with someone way past the point they should have been
2: cut. Yeah, you know, even yeah. if you look at the players that we traded away, who were supposed to be great, and they all flamed out too. So, yeah, th- is that just that some the sport is volatile, volatile, or we just don't draft like or Yeah, Blake or Rutherford, is there,
1: or is something up with their scouting? Yeah, he's
2: Zeus Montero, right? Blake yeah. Brotherford, Justin uh, Fowler, yeah, you know, all those guys were highly thought of at some point.
1: The you know, has had so many injuries in his career. He came up with the A's, and he was like. Not great last year. Um, Jorge Mateo has
2: has really figured it out.
1: As has, has not, had not a, great, oh, but he's, he's not great. But you, the only reason he has value for the Orioles is because of his speed and his defense, mm-hmm. which were his calling cards, anyways. It's not like he figured out how to hit. So yeah, it's like is the Yankees scouting really really bad, and they're we're just overhyping it, or is there is. Is it just that's baseball? Like, is or something else at fault too. here?
2: So, what are we waiting for at this point? Like, is is the media jerks and profile going to happen? Are the Yankees going to surprise someone and, yeah. and they can trade for like Brandon Woodruff and Kristen Yelich and trade yeah. other a wild trade? I mean, not like, not that. even Yelich is not even that like good anymore. But if you can get Milwaukee to eat some of the money, um, he he is a former MVP, so who the yeah. hell knows, right? Like, I,
1: I mean, get Milwaukee to eat some of the money and put Yelich out there, sure. Not it's getting a like,
2: Dalton show in hindsight. It's unless like, they ask for, like, Volpe. Like, that, that might hurt. Especially yeah. like to, like, it, to Toronto.
0: And, well, look, I, being that Jeter's on the cover, I'm the show, and I always get made fun of playing i the show. It's like, look, they grade guys by, like, overall, right? Like, Aaron Hicks is probably, like, a 68 overall right now. Right? Uh, so zero, like, we're, if it's like, if you're telling me, like, all, the, all these guys are listing, right? Like, McCutchen, These guys are, like, in the 70s, right? Yeah. Average, all these
1: guys but, that are good.
0: It's like, look, we're like, look, dude, we we have Aaron Hicks and a guy who literally came up as an infielder who had a few outfield assists. So now the Yankees think he's like the next, you know, Willie Mays in the outfield. Like, yeah, we would take
1: a lot of outfielders over. We would take most MLB outfielders. I would. I'm literally saying right here, I would take David Peralta, who has a career one who last year was very average. Yeah, like with the Diamondbacks. He had a 777 OPS. With the Rays, he had a 652 OPS. Like, he's he wasn't good. He's past his prime, but it's something. It It's a new face. You want changes. Like, the one thing we wanted was the Yankees to do something after they got of embarrassed. What, Luigi.
2: That's why he wanted... Uh, us to get smoked by Cleveland in the ALDS because then you yeah, house like you probably we want
1: judging. some change. We don't want to see the same thing happen over and over again, and it's been happening ever every year since Judge came up and since they've been on this new playoff run of making the playoffs every year just to get embarrassed because they never do enough to bring themselves over the edge. The one year they did it, they unfortunately ran into the meteor. That was 2018 Red Sox. That team, I think, could have had a chance at beating the Dodgers in the World I think, Series. I, think, they the, made it I there. think the
2: 2019 team is really where they really fumbled the bag the most. Yeah. Like, and ran into Houston, I, I can see that too. That's a team that with all the injuries they had earlier in the year, right? To, to have Geo show up the way he did. Have... And that
1: and that team just kind of seemed like a team of destiny. Like they had so many injuries and just they they had the whole next man up thing, and they still won 103 games. Like those two teams to me just seem like the two teams that really fumble the bag, and they did nothing to remedy that.
2: Yeah, I, I, they didn't
1: it's... do anything since then. All they've done is lose the guys that contributed to that and replace them with not got guys that weren't better. Like you cannot tell me that Rizzo was better than like twenty twenty like the combination of Voit and Encarnacion in 2019 like Voit before he got injured in 2019 was awesome he's hitting like 280 with 10 home runs in the London series before he got hurt and Encarnacion was pretty good too so Edwin. yeah Edwin. I feel I feel like I'm just I've just been ranting about how little things have been doing about the offense this entire time and it's worth so ranting isn't. about
0: man it's worth ranting about I, I know, know but the problem with this team. And every time and every time i hear people say like well um brian cashman just spent like 160 million on a number two pitcher and i'm like yeah man you,
1: look at we didn't we didn't need man. another like that's the thing we didn't like need that's... to spend 160 you wanted to just spend 162 million on bringing someone in go spend Guess what the Dodgers paid Freddie Freeman last year? 162 million over six years. You really think the Yankees couldn't use Freddie Freeman instead of Rizzo? And it's like, look, last year, the
0: Yankees in four games against the Astros led up 18 runs. So yeah, you know, like we've been saying for a while, it's it's not, it's the, not pitching. the pitching, but
2: you know, getting
1: what? Rodon getting Rodon's a nice add to. You know, if your offense it feel, is good, it feels
2: like a luxury ad, ro- it spot. feels like
1: it feels like a luxury it getting Rodon to me feels like how the Astros added a brew. like a luxury ad of like, you know, we know that
2: that's something that wanted to upgrade. The Yankees yeah. didn't necessarily need a, a rotation. OK, it was like problem. when they
1: traded for Stan, they didn't need another outfielder. Yeah, but they and right now where the team
2: needs the most help is. On the left side of the field, right, shortstop, yeah. third, third base, left field. Left field. Yeah, yeah. Well, Getting a, a number two starter, a potential number, a second ace, is awesome, and you're going to need that if you can't score. But that's but, not. But, but that doesn't help
1: their holes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they went, it'd be different if you know they had at, they had gone out and signed one of the shortstops, but they didn't.
0: And here we are, boys. Yeah. Well, it's all the time we got for tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, to, I know to we... end to end here on a super positive note. But uh, you know, like I said, first Zoom show Well, very well. I mean, it's good to all be at the stadium, right? I mean, this this might have the stadium like my background. This may have the stadium look in June, right? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for Luigi, for Andrew, for Alex. This was the Bronx Bar and Battle Podcast, presented to you by Six Pack Coverage. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>